Manx Radio Sport. Good evening, welcome again to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. With me, Rob Pritchard, and the team here with you until 6.30pm. Let's take a look ahead to the Isle of Man sporting action this weekend. So, coming up tonight... A crunch clash for survival between the bottom two of the men's Premier League are among the ties in Manx football this weekend. After an important win last week, Douglas are hunting more points on home turf tomorrow, whilst Vagabonds face a tough trip away in rugby. And the final action in Manx hockey of 2023 awaits at the NSC on Saturday, as three trophies are up for grabs in the Mixed Cup Finals. That is all to come this evening. Welcome once again to Friday Sport Preview here on Manx Radio, previewing all the football, rugby and hockey action taking place on the Isle of Man as we enter the festive season evermore, going towards the latter stages of December. Let's turn our attention to football first. And uh, good evening, Tony Meppham. And uh, we should get started straight away by mentioning that we've already had a couple of casualties to the weather even before the weekend has started. Yeah, I think it was expected, to be honest with you, Rob, because uh, the weather forecast at the start of the week, it's been true right the way through. Uh, we've lost the uh, Plum Properties Railway Cup semi-final. That's air against the Marys. So that will uh, go ahead now, hopefully, uh, next Saturday. That's our last uh, roll of the dice because St Mary's do have a home fixture against Peel. So unfortunately, it looks as if we're going to have to postpone that. We've already been speaking to the clubs uh, to see if we could um, you know, play down there. And we just need to get that confirmed up now. But the problem is, Rob, if we have a good week, then his pitch might be right, so it's it's one of them. We, we, we've got to sort it out, but uh, in the Canon Life Men's Premier League, Union Mills against Laxey, that's gone. Uh, Gary Moore, unfortunately, is uh, struggling a little bit with uh, water. Uh, Foxtel against Governors Athletic. Um, you know, Foxtel's pitch has been pretty good this season, so um, that's uh, a frequent one uh, last year and the year before, but this year it's done okay. And uh, Braddon against uh, Moran in uh, combination one, uh, that's uh, gone as well. And we've just had news come through is that uh, Douglas Athletic against Douglas High School Old Boys, that's been postponed as well. So let's take a look at the fixtures that, uh, as it stands, as we speak, are still going ahead on uh, Saturday and Sunday. We will, of course, caveat that with. We'll have to wait for those uh, the the old pitch inspections taking place uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, There is some more uh, poor weather forecast overnight and into tomorrow, so something to keep an eye on, definitely. Well, as Tony's uh, quite rightly pointed out, the uh, rearranged Plum Properties Railway Cup semi-final between A United and St Mary's up at Andreas Plainfield, that has been postponed. And as Tony has mentioned, obviously, subject to confirmation there are hopes that that can be played next weekend we'll keep an eye on that one with you let's take a look then at the uh, fixtures the league fixtures taking place on Saturday all kicking off at 2pm starting the Canada Life Men's Premier League also as mentioned Union Mills versus Laxey in the Men's Premier League tomorrow that is postponed due to a waterlogged pitch at Gary Moore but currently three games going ahead as it stands we'll start off with what is a massive battle between the bottom two in the Premier League the proverbial six-pointer some might call it Moran up against Brad and Tony yeah certainly is Rob let's have a look at that bottom of that league table there you've got Moran in 12th place who've played 12 for 6 
and you've got Brad Newer bottom, 13th place, played 13. So one game more uh, for six points as well. So it's a huge game for both sides. You need to take maximum points in this. A draw's no good to either. It worries you to death then for the next few fixtures. So if they did get those three points, a win for either, then it puts them in a better place. So there's a lot of work there for David Brew and also uh, Will Smith to try and sort out their team to make sure that they can get that win. Uh, but at the moment, I've just got to go for them around. I think they've got enough experience in there, the scoring goals, to take the points and take the victory. There's only a couple of points, three points, in fact, separating the bottom four at the moment. In amidst that is Union Mills, their game tomorrow postponed as well. And that brings us on to another game for teams trying to keep away from the drop zone at Bala Fletcher tomorrow. Douglas Royal, who picked up some valuable points recently just to give themselves a bit of breathing room. They can't be complacent, though. They're coming up against the St George's side, who are right in the thick of it at the moment towards the bottom of the table. Another big game. Yeah, St George's are looking over the shoulder. There's no doubt about it, because uh, if they've got players back in, who um, you know are fit. I know Chris Bass is talking about maybe after Christmas, but um, at the moment, Johnny Myers is really struggling player-wise. Uh, Johnny's been in there as well, holding things together. Uh, but I just think against Douglas Royal, you're spot on in what you're saying, Rob. They've certainly picked up the performances and uh, the boys up front now have started to store, score goals. Dominic McCarry, Brennan won. And uh, when you look at Andy Asperidge as well, he's a good goal scorer. Those two there uh, really put pressure on you defensively they look okay and they've got Harley Jackson in that midfield who's uh, growing with each game as well I have to go for Douglas Royal I think they'll be too strong very well. Then out in the west of the island, uh, sees uh, Peel second in the table at the moment. Uh, they'll be looking for three points this weekend. And if they were man- to manage victory this weekend, they'd go level with their United at the top of the table, at least temporarily. They're up against Corinthians, an old foe. Yeah, Peel are, are pretty strong now. At the, they played well last week. And uh, I just look at Corinthians. I'd be glad to have Phil Kelly uh, back in because you've got Stewie Smith, Darren Kane in there as well. Uh, Baron Collier as well on that right-hand side. So it's all to play for, I think. Uh, Corinthians slipped up a little bit of late, just lost out Natalie after leading St Mary's 1-0, lost 2-1, and then they lost that game uh, to St John's as well, so a bit of pressure on uh, Ben Qualtrough's players there, but uh, Peel at the moment, they know they just want to stay injury-free, and with next week's game possibly going to go uh, for the first team, then this could be their last game before uh, that uh, Railway Cup final on Boxing Day, if we get there. <laughs> Fingers crossed anyway that uh, we can get that next semi-final ahead. It seems cursed at the moment, this other se- <laughs> the second semi-final. Fingers crossed that that can go ahead uh, next weekend if uh, all the confirmations are in place. Yeah. Let's take a look at then at DPS Limited Division 2. There were five games, but as has been pointed out, one has already been postponed ahead of the weekend. Foxdale versus Governor's Athletic called off due to a waterlogged pitch. Let's take another look at the other four fixtures taking place there. And uh, in amongst those are the likes of Ogden, Castletown and Michael with their respective games, all still looking to stay in with a fighting chance of getting into that top two in Division 2, Tony. Yeah, it is, and that's what they've got a sort of challenge for. But uh, Castletown slipped up last week, didn't they? So, you know, that's uh, proved costly for them. But against Paul Rose, um, the pitch will be fine down there. It uh, it's pretty drainage is pretty good on that one. So I've got to go for Castletown to win it. They'll try and correct what uh, performances that have been struggling over the last uh, couple of games. Uh, but uh, the other one, Douglas and District against Onken. Um, the one that I look at that is Onken. Uh, you look at that league table and you go Onken fifth. But when you look at the games that they've played, they've only played nine. And the other teams around them have played 11, 12. Michael are just above them, played 10. So you've got to go for Onken there to beat Douglas and District. And looking at the others, um, I think I've done Colby a bit of a disservice here. They're right in the thick of that uh, battle towards the top of the moment. They're up against Jim's. Ramsey Youth Centre Old Boys against uh, Michael United. And Paul Rose against Castletown. Yeah, I think uh, the Colby one... Uh, you know, they're back in the thick of it now because, uh, 
you know, before they dropped a few points, but they're doing all right now, scoring plenty of goals. So against the gym side, that's our third from bottom. You'd expect them to win that, so I'll go with Colby. And Ramsey who sends against Michael. Bit of a derby in it. They're not too far away from each other. So it always lifts the players' motives up a little bit. Uh, but uh, Michael have just got to, you know, get as many points together as they can and just try and close that gap on Colby. Colby are in third place. They played 12 for 25, as where Michael have now fourth in the league, played 10 for 21 points. So they need to get that win, and I'm going to go for Michael to take the points. Very well. Let's take a quick look through the uh, combination league. Starting off with Canada Life Combination 1. There were four games scheduled, now three. Braddon versus Moran postponed due to a waterlogged pitch, but we have three other fixtures. Currently penned in Laxey versus Union Mills, Corinthians versus Peel, and St Mary's versus Russian. Let's look at the Laxey Union Mills. I'm going to go for Union Mills to win that, and I just wonder if Union Mills might be slightly stronger with the first team not being on. Players might have been taken, so they could uh, slot back in if they qualify. So I'm going to go for uh, Mills to beat Laxey. Corinthians against Peel. I know the Corinthians game was abandoned last week, but against the high-flying Russian... They were only 2-0 down at half-time and Corinthians' results have picked up of late. The young, good young players that are in there are causing all sorts of problems. So I'm going to go for Corinthians to beat Peel. And uh, St Mary's against Russian. Top of the table Russian, aren't they? Against uh, the league holders, if you like, um, Russian. So I'm going to go for St Mary's to uh, win this one. I think they'll just be a little bit too strong for them. OK, and last but certainly not least on Saturday, we do have, well, we had five games scheduled in DPS Limited Combination 2. One of those games postponed, that is Douglas Athletic versus Douglas High School. Old boys due to a waterlogged pitch, but still four fixtures going ahead as it stands. Onken versus Douglas and District. Colby versus Jims. Michael United versus Ramsey Youth Centre and Old Boys. And Governors Athletic versus Foxdale. Yeah, Onken against uh, Douglas and District. No surprise here. I'm going to go for uh, Onken in that one. Uh, Colby against uh, Jims. I think Colby have just got enough to uh, take the victory there. Michael against Ramsey U Centre will be a good battle, but I'm going to go for Ramsey U Centre. And uh, Governors Athletic against Foxdale. I'm going to go for a victory for Foxdale. Very well. Then let's take a look at Sunday, starting off with the Canada Life Women's Floodlit Cup. Not a, not just a doubleheader of games, a tripleheader uh, penned in on uh, Sunday. Uh, three games taking place at the Bowl. 2.10pm, Castletown versus Douglas Roll. And then at 3.40pm, Peel versus Onken. And then rounding things off that day is 5pm, Corinthians versus Maloo. Busy day. Yeah, yeah unfortunately we lost the whole programme uh, last week for the Canada Life Women's uh, Floodlit Cup. So we've got a bit of a problem now to get back on track for the final date uh, but uh, Castletown Town, sorry against Douglas Royal uh, I'm going to go with uh, Douglas Royal Peel against uh, Onken I think uh, Peel have got enough strength there to win that even though Onken strong they've got some good young players in there and uh, Corinthians against Malou I'm going to go for Corinthians to win that and last but certainly not least on Sunday we have two games once again penned in in the Masters football both kicking off at 2pm yeah Colby against uh, Douglas and District uh, Colby Probably, to me, the second, third best team in that league. So I'm going to go for Colby to win. And uh, Air United against Air Union Mills. When they've got their full strength team out, Air are very, very strong. But players are playing for the first team at the moment. So that's knocking them out of the competition. Um, so, but I still think Air will be too strong. And finally in football tonight, uh, FC Isle of Man will be hoping that uh, third time's the charm to get back to winning ways at the bowl after back-to-back home defeats when they host Barnoldswick Town tomorrow evening in the NWCFL Premier Division. That game kicking off at 6pm. Uh, Tony, back-to-back defeats. Paul Jones speaking to us on Manx Radio this week. He said uh, it di- he admitted that it did feel like a bit of a missed opportunity, those two defeats to Cheadletown and uh, Squires Gate. And uh, seeing the squad already that's there for FC Isle of Man tomorrow, uh, 
What what's it going to take? There's not too many changes from the. Uh, there's two changes, in fact, from the uh, team that lost to Squires Gate last week. What's it going to take to try and get back to winning ways this weekend very quickly? I don't think it's panic stations, Rob. I really don't because against uh, Cheadle, it was uh, it was okay, but unfortunately you couldn't hang on. But like last week, it was just mistakes, wasn't it? Really, uh, free kick outside the box for the third one. Um, I, I didn't get the wall set up, but the other two, it, it happens in football. We're not going to blame anyone for it, defence or, or goalkeeper or whatever. Uh, but I think in general it's good and I'm just it's brilliant to see Dan Simpson back in because it gives you options on that left hand side but I honestly do feel Dean Pennington has to play in the middle because when he's got the ball at feet Rob he takes them on and I think that's pivotal to get him in that middle two and on the right hand side Steve Whitley or whoever he wants to to play he might play Charlie Higgins but um, Sean Doyle back he's going to start any. Tony Mepin, thank you very much as ever. And a reminder that if you're not heading down to the ball for that fixture between FC Alleman and Bon Oldswick Town this weekend, we'll have you covered on Manx Radio full live match commentary of FC Alleman versus Bon Oldswick Town from myself and Tony Mepham on Manx Radio DAB and AM 1368 from 6pm tomorrow. Manx Radio Sport. Well, as we edge closer to the festive break, the Isle of Man's rugby sides will be looking to claim every last inch of ground possible in their respective competitions, going into another busy round of fixtures on Saturday. After an important win last time out, Douglas will be out hunting Big Points Hall once again at Portishe in the Regional 2 Northwest tomorrow. Meanwhile, a tough task awaits Vagabonds on the road, whilst Western Vikings are back in action on Ireland in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield. Here's Dave Christian to cast his eye over this weekend's games. Douglas, we'll start with the regional two Northwest. They're at home against Kirby Lonsdale. Kirby Lonsdale are bottom of the table. Douglas had a what looks like a good solid run into the Christmas break. They had Winnington Park, who were one place above them last week. They've got Kirby Lonsdale, the bottom side this week. And uh, next week it is a Liverpool St. Helens, who are next to bottom. So great run for Douglas. If they can pick up 15 points out of a maximum 15 for these three games, it will make the remaining of the season one heck of a lot easier for them Kirby Lonsdale the bottom side we don't really know what sort of strength side they're going to bring but you'd imagine they're keen to try and get away from the bottom the same way Douglas are and uh, they're probably going to be coming here full strength although it is the start of the Christmas party season and everybody falters a little bit when that kicks in Douglas though home advantage Portishe it's a 1.30 kickoff down there they've been delivering so far the front row Simon Hoddenot Rob Todd uh, whoever's in it who it doesn't really matter they can uh, switch them around they've had a solid second row Blake Snell was in there last week and uh, Blake Snell skipped the side earlier on this season from number eight Liam Kirkpatrick he was at number eight last week so he's looking at a better run of form in the loose forward position halfbacks all good as well Luke Highland back into the swing they've got Spencer Cope at scrum half fingers crossed uh, for Douglas that's the game we're going to be covering for Saturday Live this week uh, so we'll be down there for all the team news for the 1.30 kickoff just before 1.30 as well with uh, Paul Moran Vagabonds have a different kettle of fish altogether. They travel away to Ashton Underline, the first time the two sides have ever met in league competition at least. And Ashton Underline are top of the table in counties for ADM. Played five and won five. Vagabonds played one more game, played six and uh, won four. 
we are at the start of the Christmas party season. I'm hearing uh, whispers out of uh, Bella Fletcher that they could be missing Mitch Wells at prop. Although Jack Kane is a natural replacement, the ladies don't have a game now till mid-January. So Jack is the coach of the ladies' side and his availability depends on their matches. Also an issue at scrum half, Matty Williams has been injured. Will Taylor wasn't available to travel or hasn't always been available to travel. So that's going to give them a bit of a quandary. Dan Bonwick should be fit. That will give them a boost in the back line a little bit of go forward so uh, things on the up for vagabonds in certain areas and others could be a little bit weak and uh, a trip away to the league leaders who are unbeaten five from five is probably not what you want to hear when you may be missing a couple of players but uh, fingers crossed vagabonds could go over there equip themselves well and maybe pick off Ashton in the return leg in the Ravenscroft Mang Shield, just one game. It's at QE2 Peel. That's uh, Western Viking against, against the Isle of Man Barbarians. Should be on paper at least a win for Western Vikings. Uh, we still haven't had any confirmation that they're into the Cheshire Plate final, but certainly from Ramsey's perspective, where I'm the competition guy, uh, we haven't been told formally that uh, Western Vikings are in the final, or indeed that the final can be played on the Isle of Man just yet. So fingers crossed for that one. That'll come. Uh, it should be Western Vikings to make uh, reasonably short work of the Barbarians. Depends on, again, with the Barbarians, a composite of all the other clubs. It uh, depends who's available. The final game of the weekend, it's a friendly fixture. Ramsey, at the start of the season, recognised that they weren't quite going to get the fixtures they wanted from the domestic setup. So I've been looking to play one friendly or Cheshire fixture per month. This is the December fixture. It was initially away at Manchester Medics. Medics have had to pull out uh, midweek this week with some pitch problems. So uh, we've had a last-minute choice switch around, and they actually going to play Duckinfield on Saturday afternoon. That's going to be a 1.30 kickoff at Duckinfield. That should be a reasonably good test for Ramsey. They're not going to be at full strength. Duckinfield say they're not at full strength either. Duckinfield play in the league above Vagabonds and beat Vagabonds 45-3 in the Cheshire Bowl earlier in the season. So a reasonably good test for Ramsey. Manx Radio Sport. Finally tonight, this weekend sees the final action in Manx Hockey of 2023 with the Mixed Cup Finals taking place at the NSC tomorrow. Three trophies will be up for grabs in the last matches of the latest Mixed Season, the Mixed Cup, Mixed Plate and Mixed Bowl. Three intriguing ties in prospect and as ever we got the lowdown from Ben Cunningham to see who might be ending the year on a high. Chronologically, we'll start with the first game of the day at the NSC, 11am. That sees the mixed plate final, Valkyrie C versus Castletown Southerners. Southerners finishing second in Division 1, Ben, and Valkyrie C third. Yeah, this one will be a really interesting game, I reckon. Southerners, of course, they led Division 1 all the way till the final two weekends, and then they let Valkyrie B, who did win Division 1, beat them, and then they, uh, obviously, Valkyrie B went on to win it on goal difference. Southerners, though, really did look good this mixed season. Valkyrie C, though, again, they've had a good season. They didn't have the best of starts, but their form really improved as uh, the season went on. It'll be a close game, I reckon, but I think Southerners will be uh, a bit too strong on the day, and I think I'm going to go for a Southerners victory there. And if we're going on the statistics of the season, we've seen what the league table was like, how close it was between Castletown Southerners and the eventual Division 1 winners Valkyrie's B but between those top two and then Valkyrie C and the rest of the group there was a lot of points between them there was a lot of points between the two of them but there's nothing saying that you could 
possibly have a better run in the cup than in league but we'll see what happens well let's take a look then at the uh, the, the top tier of the cup competitions the mixed cup massive game here at 1pm straight after at the NSC it's the meeting of Valkaize and Bakaze Valkaize mixed Premier League champions this season they beat Bakaze on the final day to pit Bakaze to that title and the two teams meeting again in the cup as well if the final league game between these two is anything to go by we could be in for a real show for this mixed cup final Final. Absolutely, this is going to be an absolute thriller of a game. If it's any, like you say, if it's anything like the last game of the season, thrilling game. When I spoke to the uh, Valkyries captain after Valkyries won on the uh, final day of the season, I said, "Are you going to go for the double?" And she went, "Yes, we are." So they're, they're up for this. However, backers though, okay, they lost to Valkyries on the final day of the season, but backers can prove a shock at stages in the season. So it'd be interesting how it plays out. I think this one potentially might go to flicks. I think what was interesting as well about the way that last league game panned out as well, Valkyrie's coming out on top of backers. They just kept fighting back and fighting back, goal after goal to keep them in the competition. That mentality to hang in there and in a cup final for them, as well as Valkyrie's, of course, on the other side, that can make all the difference. Who's got that grit to see it across the line? Absolutely. And yeah, like you say, that last game of the season, it was 1-0, 1-0, 2-1, 2-0. Backers just wouldn't give up. And when it went to 4-3 with about a minute and a half to go, Bacchus was still pushing right to the final whistle. And when that final whistle went, all those Bacchus players just fell to the floor because they'd put so much effort in to come back on a cup day. If they can get it and they can hold the draw to the full-time whistle, that goes to penalty flicks. And penalty flicks, it's make or break. And last but certainly not least, at 3pm at the NSC, rounding things off for uh, not just Cup Finals Day, but for the mixed season this time around, is the mixed bowl final. And it sees Vikings D up against uh, Backers Colts. Vikings D convincing winners of mixed division two this season up against a Backers Colts side who finished third in the division. Vikings D went unbeatable all season and they got the 100% record in the league. And, you know, credit to them because... They were absolutely unbeatable. The games that I saw them play, the games I've umpired them, uh, they were absolutely unbeatable. However, backers Colts, though, they can give a team a good run. And in the cup, well, in the in this bowl match, they could probably do that. But Vikings D are looking really unstoppable. And I'm, I'm sure they'll want to make sure they make it 100% in the league and a 100% in the uh, bowl. Like you say, the numbers don't lie. It was a, a commanding season in almost every aspect for uh, Vikings D this season. So for, for backers Colts coming into this, um, we've already talked about, you know, it is a cup final, anyth- anything can happen. You know, where do you see backers Colts maybe catching Vikings D out? Good question, really. Um, Vikings D have looked really clinical up front. But then they have let a few goals slip in. So maybe on the attack for backers, probably that's going to be their way of trying to catch Vikings out. But then, like I say, Vikings have looked really clinical when they've got into the final third. So it's going to be a tough task for backers. Vikings D are probably going to be favourites on the day, I reckon. That's all we have time for on Friday Sport Preview this evening. Many thanks to my guests as ever, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday evening and a wonderful weekend as always. But from me, until next time, it's bye for now. Manx Radio Sport The Nation Station Manx Radio